Welcome back to another episode of Inside Access Control, actually sponsored by SIA. This will be the first one that we do where we have them as the sponsor. So excited to have that happen. I guess this idea that I had in my basement of me mouthing off on a microphone interviewing people has turned into something that they see value in. So I'm, I'm appreciative of that. So today I'm excited to have Larry Reed. He's the CEO of ZK Techo USA. Larry, thanks for joining. Uh, Lane, no worries. You mentioned Sia. I was actually doing a webinar with him the other week, and your name did come up in a favorable uh, manner, of course. My, as you know, my name is Larry Reed, and I'm CEO of ZK Techo's USA office, and we're one of 32 offices. We're a 20-year-old manufacturer of, uh, I'll say, authentication devices, primarily in biometrics. Well, when we first started, uh, we were the largest time and attendance biometric uh, clock manufacturer because as you can imagine, when, uh, especially in China, when uh, they started uh, really, really getting crazy with the uh, industry and the, all the production, they had a lot of uh, hourly wage employees. And of course, when hourly wage employees cheat one another, um, it can be very expensive uh, you know, paying them unearned wages. And you know, some of these Chinese companies, they, 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 they employ 100,000 employees, 200,000 employees. So uh, Biometrics finally first found a real uh, return on their inve uh, investment in time and attendance. And so for about 15 years, that pretty much is what we focused on, a variety of different models using biometrics. We have fingerprint clocks and face clocks. And then about five, six years ago, we realized, you know, no one really knows us. We're under the hood of some major payroll software companies, some major time and attendance software companies, but no one ever really knew ZK Techo. So about, uh, I say five or six, closer to seven or eight years ago, we got into access control. And we are now a manufacturer of a very comprehensive access control product line. We've got traditional door access, uh, systems that everyone's familiar with. And then, of course, um, biometrics. We have a face recognition, fingerprint recognition, palm vein recognition. And uh, that business was doing uh, very nicely. We have about 3,000 dealers across the U.S. And of course, we're sold all over the world. But as you know now with COVID-19, someone decided that body temperature detection is a great way uh, to, uh, to prevent anyone who perhaps may be infected with some kind of bug uh, to enter their premise unintrusive, they could just have a light go off if someone appears with an elevated body temperature, or we could actually lock down a turnstile or, or gate or door. So uh, where we are today is we, uh, we have a body temperature detection combined with our face recognition devices. So talk to me about uh, the body temperature since that's the hot topic currently right now. So things pop up in my head when I hear that and, and you and I again offline talked a little bit about this but a it's it's one thing to have visibility into something it's another thing to know what to do with it number one so I'd love to understand what you think around that and then the other subject is what point you believe do you believe that this becomes like a standard type offering and that you see it sort of mainstream or do you still see this specialized in certain ways of course right now um, everyone has a huge um, public relations challenge and uh I don't want to suggest for the moment that employers don't care about their people, and certainly they do. But the, 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 the urgency really is how do we even open up business? How do, we, how do we instill confidence in the government and in our own employees and, of course, customers that they want to come back? Because without customers, uh, there's no business. So at least right now, as far as um, for an optics perspective, everybody needs to show that they're doing something. Um, I went to the local grocery store around the corner about three weeks ago, and I saw a, a FLIR thermal camera on a tripod uh, with an attendant and a big, uh, you know, screen display. And um, yeah, it, of course, you know, I'm, I'm a technologist. I checked it out. It, it was awful. 
no offense to FLIR, of course, with any product, it all depends on how it's set up. Clearly, this, uh, this uh, grocery store owner does not understand technology. But I tell you, though, customers came in and they could see, hey, you know, while everybody's closing down, at least this grocery chain cares enough about uh, their customers. So I think from a public relations perspective, it really hit home and, and it was nice to see, even though it wasn't very well implemented. So I could see right now that everyone is needing to show some type of sign that they're aware that there's a concern. And currently right now, uh, there's a, a world consensus that if you uh, can detect elevated body temperature at your perimeter and prevent those people from entering, well, then it's more likely that anyone inside is not gonna become ill. So uh, how long this stays the norm, uh, who, who knows? I mean, I hope we go back to shaking hands again. So no one really knows, but to your point, again, we were talking about this offline. Um, introducing body temperature detection is really no different than having metal detection at the airports. And now there's so many other um, you know, commercial applications for uh, walk-through metal detectors, even, even schools when there's a concern for uh, public shootings. So I think right now, you know, getting the technology is not the hard part, even though there is a, a backlog for, uh, for these products. But to your point, what do you do when you have this technology? When you install a walk-through metal detector, what do you do when it goes off? Do you ask the person to go in and out a few times? Do you pull them off to the side and you wand them? And then what happens to all the people behind them getting very irritated having to wait? So you better have uh, some kind of um, instructions so that everyone in line knows what to anticipate. You notice those TSA people, they're always reminding everybody, remove your belt, remove your shoes. So it's all about how you implement the technology. It's not just about the technology. It's gotta be implemented in a way that instills confidence and as well, um, you don't um, you know, reduce your throughput to where nobody can actually uh, enter your premise. Yeah, what's interesting is that it reminds me back from my audio video days when digital signage first came out and it was a hot item to just put any information up. But now you can see how this might be some aspect of uh, digital signage to give people a sense of comfort, like you were saying, uh, to be able to know that it's okay to come into a place. It may not mean you're any safer or not. I don't know, but it does scare me a little bit um, to think of the, from the ethical point of view, right? So, I mean, this thing could go into rabbit holes all day long, but you know, it, it, it makes you wonder too, like false readings and you know, like yeah, that sure. type of stuff and how people Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if you're the best customer at that restaurant and all of a sudden uh, you get pulled aside because you have an elevated temperature, uh, that's probably not good for business. Like to your point, you know, it's always the technology is not the uh, the challenge. You know, uh, we're very very we've got some very smart engineers at ZK Techo and and all of my competitors. But what do you do? I can't tell you. You know, it's so it's so sad. Schools now are buying up walk through metal detectors, and uh, they really don't know how to implement them. And I can't tell you how many of our integrators tell us they'll go visit a school to see how the metal detectors have been implemented, and they end up in the closet. Because yeah. the school had available budget, they, they bought them all up. They must have tried to install them, but I guess maybe uh, it slowed down the traffic of the kids coming through, or maybe too many things were going, you know, uh, setting up the metal detector. And so they just became frustrated. They took all that really good technology and they put it in the closet. And uh, the sad part is, uh, as a manufacturer, we want our products used. If our customers are not using our products, then um, they don't buy more. They don't give us good reviews. And it really hurts us. So it's really important to make sure that you have some kind of policy in mind 
uh, when you're going to implement these products. And we've even begun giving some ideas about uh, levels of intrusiveness. And we suggest at the very, very least, if you want to give the, uh, that confidence to your employees and the customers, simply attach a, a temperature detection device, maybe just to, like an LED, and, the, and it will light up, but the people come in and go, you know, regardless. And then you can, you know, try to add one more layer of time, which makes it slightly more intrusive. For instance, perhaps not, instead of just letting the people come in, if it goes off, you have them uh, walk over to the reception desk. You know, you make a sign, if the light goes off, please approach reception. Then another level might be, if the light goes off, please call our HR person. And then the next level might be, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, you know, the door will not release. You know, please phone the following person. And then you can eventually have full-blown integration with your back office access control system. So there are many different uh, ways to implement this where uh, one has less risk of offending anybody. Interesting, because uh, you see the same thing that happens within safety, right? When we were talking about security, now you mix health and safety on top of it. And, and some of the same processes have to be used. It's just applied differently. And now you're bridging into uh, more like almost like personal, like where before it was okay if, you know, someone was going to get physically hurt, you could see that so you could stop them. Frankly, you could tackle them and you're allowed, and like it was okay in the vein of safety. Now sure. it's health. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I even think as a consumer, I understand now the restaurants are going to start, um, you know, having people seat further apart from one another. But still, you know, as a consumer, um, yeah, even though, of course, listen, we all know that you could, you could be the carrier of any type of virus and you can infect people without having body temperature. So no one, no one should be claiming that these devices prevent the, the spread of infection. It's just another added layer that gives you that confidence that, you know, it's less likely. Because you, know, you and I know, I, I, I laugh amongst the, you know, everyone in my office and, and customers, you know, we all remember our moms used to tell us as little kids, look both way before you cross the street. Now, still today, that's good advice. And, you know, if you're out living on a farm, you're probably not going to get hit by a car. If you're living in New York City, well, you probably will get hit by a car. So now, as you go into restaurants and gymnasiums or you go to work, um, it, you know, it does make sense. If you could easily and not much for much more money, um, you know, measure someone's body temperature detection, uh, I personally would feel better entering that premise, whether it's a gymnasium or a restaurant or, you know, so I, I don't see a reason why, um, you know, this is not the start of the new norm. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's going to happen. It's going to here to be here to stay. It's just the, the application of it, like you said, and then the, mm -hmm. the policies that go around it. Um, so if people want to find out more about your product and get in touch with you and have a conversation, where's best to do that? Yeah, I would just encourage everyone, please do come to our website, uh, www.zktechousa.com. And also please do check out our YouTube channel where we have several videos demonstrating this technology um, you know, so they can see it. And we also have uh, repeated the live demos throughout the day. Of course, you know, during this lockdown uh, period we're going through, you know, no one can really visit anyone, but we have live online demos so people can just see how the technology works. And we're quite candid. We like to educate people on what they should be looking for. ZK Techo is not the only company with this technology, but we want to help educate customers and understand what should they be looking at in this type of solution. So we really are taking a, a consultative approach. And Leah, I, I thank you. I only became familiar with you just a few weeks ago, but um, your membership is growing like crazy. You've just been a tremendous source of uh, information for all of us, not just uh, users.
what you're doing. 